Hi, I'm Londres. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life. Right, this may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and friends. I do too. All right, welcome to the show. Just getting stretched. <laughs> Me too. Ah, uh, cause what a who? It's been a heck of a what? heck of a time, no? Yeah, twenty twenty one. We thought twenty twenty was bad. Shit. Twenty twenty one said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> right. Move aside, I got something to show you. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it's done. Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> this is how you keep people home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Just because uh, this will be out of probably in a few weeks. We're recording on February 27th, which uh, just last week, not not this previous week, like, I don't know, 10 days ago, we were in the midst of an ice storm. <laughs> yeah, Southeast Texas. Uh, all of Texas. Well, yeah. Um, all of the Midwest, I believe, was suffering some very severe winter weather but yeah texas was just not prepared for that uh at all yeah i lost uh power for two days our water we just recently got off the boil notice for the water uh that was about two days ago i think so yeah we've been off it for about a week so you want to talk about your experience like what were you did you even were you prepared for it at all um when I, when the forecasters started to talk about um, being prepared, you know, I think the three P's: pipes, plants, and, and pets. What? What was the last one? <laughs> oh, pets, pets. okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I, I, no, no. I was that talking about pussycats. Yeah, your pet, your pet pussycat. <laughs> my goodness. Anyway, see, my three yeah, P's uh, were pizza. That was it. Pussycat. <laughs> Um, and pinochle keep you occupied during the power outage pinochle it's a card game oh okay (laughs) so yeah we um i heard one news station they were talking about uh the infrastructure that the state of texas uh was not the infrastructure wasn't built to handle these types of winter storms let me look up infrastructure I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't ask me what that means. No, I'm joking. I'll tell uh, you what it means right off the top of my head. It's just the basic <laughs> physical and organizational structures and facilities. For example, buildings, roads, power supplies needed for the operation of society or enterprise. Duh. There you go. Everybody knows that. Uh, I knew that. <laughs> I just didn't know how to define it so eloquently. Thank you, Google. Always. <laughs> So when I heard that, I was at work and I was, um, I was thinking, damn, how am I going to go get what I You're need? Like, damn, I haven't invested enough in my infrastructure. <laughs> I need to get water and, you know, whatever. Anyways, I went to the store on my lunch and I just ran through and I don't know if you have like, I don't know, a scan and go. So you don't even really have to wait in line. You just scan your items. Oh man, sometimes I'm in such a phone. hurry. I don't even scan. I just go. <laughs> Yeah, I think I stole a chicken the other day. All right, day. don't don't get sidetracked. Don't admit to a crime. You're preparing for okay. the, the ice storm. You're doing the first P. You're pre- wait. Was P preparing part of it? No. Oh, um, there's four P's. The first one is prepare. It's not. Oh yeah, four P's. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and I got like um, three cases of water. Um, I came home. I dropped everything off, and I told my daughter Isabel. I said, "Hey, babe, if you if you happen to get thirsty, to leave the there's house, three cases yeah. of water right there." No. I said, "Go to the store and get water." Um, and some beer for your dad. I just, yeah, some <laughs> beer for dad. <laughs> so, to say we were prepared with the water situation, I feel comfortable saying yes, we were, um, because we had water even when. We were under the boil notice and the water pressure got so low where you, I mean, we really couldn't use it. We had to like wait a while to fill up buckets or pots uh, to boil. Um, My mother-in-law lives in Mexico 
they had lost complete power. They had their gas was they lost gas. They lost power. Um, it, they live in uh, Matamoros, so they usually don't experience as you know cold weather. Maybe in the thirties, forties, once or twice, you know, a few handful times a year. But the reason I bring her up is way back in the day they used to not have running water. Oh, you know, they had running water and the faucets uh, outside and they had uh, running water in the kitchen but that was pretty much it um so to shower we would have to fill up a bucket of water from one of those faucets outside or in the kitchen take it into the the shower stall and either warm water to bring the water in the bucket to a temperature where you felt comfortable you know to take a shower and we've this has happened before winter and summer. So summer months is okay because it's nice, cool, sandy water that you're putting on. <laughs> but during the winter, that water's cold. So we, you know, would boil water, add it to it, whatever. So in a sense, I felt like you were in it. We were prepared. You felt like you've been knocked into a third world country. <laughs> yes, it it took me back to those times, and again, I feel blessed to have experienced something like that it, you know it humbles you it, it you're like you know i take for granted when i'm washing dishes or washing my face or brushing my teeth or washing my hands for 20 seconds <laughs> you know how do you do that when you don't have water how do you stand there and wash your hands <laughs> for 20 seconds in a pandemic <laughs> yeah uh we only lost water for a little while but like i said our power was out for two days um we had, uh, uh, I, I wasn't prepared for it, but uh, uh, some friends of my roommates had a burst pipe in their apartment, so their apartment got flooded. So mm-hmm. they they came to stay with us for the week and um, turned out to be them plus two people who were staying with them. So there were seven people in our house total. So I just hunkered down in my bedroom. Uh, I had gone camping for a couple of days last year. And thank goodness, because that helped me be a little bit more prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I I grabbed my lanterns that I had bought for the camping trip and my wool blanket that I had for the camping trip. And just uh, I sat down in one spot pretty much the entire time the power was off just to conserve heat, just to build up my right. body heat. Uh, I have a chair in the corner of my bedroom where I read, pray, and nap and everything. So I was sitting in my chair. I had a blanket. And then I covered up with my wool blanket and then my comforter on top of that. And I just sat there. I would nap there. Uh, I just was scrolling through Twitter looking for updates because I, the only update I got on my phone ever through like a, you know, a message that was sent directly to me was uh, Monday morning, our power went off around 2 a.m. And shortly mm-hmm. after that, I got a message saying that, that we were going to be experiencing rolling blackouts for about 40 minutes at a time. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Our, our power will be back on in less than an hour. Our power came on a couple of times during that day. That was a Monday. That was President's Day. And then Tuesday, our power was off pretty much the whole day. And at some point, Tuesday night, it came on for a couple of hours. Then it went off again. And then late Tuesday night, it came on and stayed on for the duration of the week. Thank goodness. But during that time, the thermostat in our house got down to like 56 degrees. Now, and granted, I know that a lot of people had it way worse than us, but just, mm-hmm. you know, just I just thought it was going to be another cold storm. Like, yeah, it might hit the record books. I didn't had I had no idea that it was going to be as devastating on the power grid as it was. Yeah, like like uh, less than five minutes from a complete blackout. Yeah, as it turns out, Texas. my goodness. How scary is that? And I'm sure. I mean, go ahead. I feel like we, as a society, as the United States, as the state of Texas, have we are so vulnerable to yeah to, to nature. Anything happening. <laughs> I mean, we are so unprepared, and it's very very scary because I don't know if it's because we've gotten so used to just going on every day with 
the same routine or being able to pretty much do what we want, nothing has happened to require, you know, I mean, I know there's been talks now that this has been brought to light um, to weatherize the, the different equipment. agencies. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure a lot of people saw uh, the frozen turbines on the internet. Mm-hmm. That, that was a big story, but uh, you know, the, the thing that wasn't as reported as much, unless you really look for it was it wasn't just the turbines that, that froze. It was every system that provides power for Texas had a failure of some sort because of the cold weather. Um, yeah. The gas lines, um, I read that they had, they were frozen. Someone else reported that the the pumps had frozen, so it couldn't supply enough gas pressure to keep the lines filled to supply mm-hmm. the, the the companies that burn natural gas to create electricity. Uh, the uh, the nuclear power plant, um, one of the sensors, f- f- I believe it was a sensor, had frozen. So it shut down, which is a safety protocol. Like, if, right. if, like you know, it should. Yeah, you don't want uh-huh. to go. You don't want nuclear power to go unchecked. <laughs> so we were losing yeah. that, and it just everything just, just all combined, just reduced the amount of power that was available to Texas since we have our own power grid, which has given you know a lot of people concerns. Like maybe we shouldn't have our own power grid. Maybe we should be connected to the national power grid. But then I also read yeah. a story that. You know, if nine substations throughout the country went down, it could cause an entire blackout for the U.S. So it looks like we need to invest a lot in our infrastructure as far as power grids go. But we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if our governments can, uh, our local government, our state government, our federal government can all work together to to try and come up with a better solution. But I really feel as a Texan, I feel like our Texas government failed us because there were people dying literally in their yeah, houses. I think I, I'm sorry. I think that I read that about 54 people died uh, as a result of that. Story. Yeah. Some, some I, I heard about a child who froze to death trying to keep his yeah. brother warm. People were dying, or or a lot of it was a big increase in carbon monoxide poisoning because yeah. people were trying to heat their homes and apartments with for their kids with, oh, with gas stoves, which you're not supposed to do, but still, like if, hey. if you have no choice, what else can you do? People were burning furniture. I read somebody yeah. had ta- uh, was used like disassembling their bunk bed so they could burn the wood. My my roommate went out all over town looking for firewood, couldn't find it. So he came back with a, a truckload full of two by fours that we cut up so that they could burn. And yeah, it, yeah, it was, uh, it was luckily, unbelievable. yeah, luckily I, I was partially prepared because I had, uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, like the only preparation I'm used to for emergency is hurricane preparation. So when there's an yeah. emergency, I go into that mode. So early on in the pandemic, I bought, several cases of water when it was available and they've been kind of sitting there. So I had that luckily. In fact, mm-hmm. um, today I'm finishing my last bottle of water. Luckily I have a grocery order to pick up later and hopefully there will be bottled water. Uh, but yeah, it was just, uh, a re- it was so unexpected to, to get that cold. Like it snowed for the second time this year. That's crazy. And it snowed for the third time <laughs> this year. <laughs> it, it did something that I've never seen as a Texan. This might, you know, people up north might be used to this. But mm-hmm. first, uh, there was a layer of ice that was formed. And then it snowed on top of that. And the snow on top of that looked pretty. It was a beautiful snowfall. Like, it was a nice yeah. white powdery coat. White. Oh. And then a day or two later, more ice. So there was like a nice shiny ice coat to the snow. It was weird. I went outside to look just to, to check on everything after things had calmed down a little bit. And I could see the lights from the neighbors' uh, houses just reflecting off the the, the white of the snow, ice, ice snow, whatever. Mm. And when you would step on it, it was weird because it was a weird kind of texture because you would crunch through the ice. Then you'd feel kind of the soft powdery snow in between and then you'd be back on ice again. <laughs> so it was a very slippery situation. I had wanted to go to my car. The first snow, I went to my car, grabbed the camping stuff that I had in there, brought it in. And I was going to make a trip back out to my car a couple of days later to get some hand sanitizer and a first aid kit just to be safe. 
but um, it was so slippery. And my car was across the street. Just, you know, all I had to do was walk the front yard, then cross the street, and I'm at my car. It was so slippery. I just said, you know what? People are going to have to have dirty hands, and hopefully nobody gets hurt. <laughs> I didn't want to take a chance. Yeah. That's, I know that people, you, you mentioned people up north may be used to, you know, to the cold weather. Um, I have a coworker that moved recently from Colorado and I asked him, I said, I think it was him. I don't know who it was. Anyway, somebody that had lived up north before and they said that, um, you know, they didn't like it as cold. So, you know, they prefer living down uh, in South Texas. And I said, so when you, when these winter storms would come through up north, I said, he's like, oh, it was nothing like, like this. He's like, you know, it's snow. People get through the snow, but they don't actually have as much ice. So he was like, you know, on days that it was snowing, he was like, you'd still see people out in the grocery stores. You'd still people still see people out uh, running errands. You may not see as much. He said, now, if it got to where there was a rollback in power or something like that, he said, of course, they would stay home. He said, but it would not last very long. Um, he said, but, you know, you get used to it. And I think that's the difference is, you know, in Texas, we're not used to that. Right. And I mean, they get winter weather like that on an annual basis. So they're prepared. Like, I'm yeah. sure their, their infrastructure yeah, is weatherized. Their vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> they, they're, they're expecting that every year. Uh, right. Uh, Texas winter usually lasts about a week. <laughs> yeah. And total. Yeah. <laughs> Not always in one week. Yeah. <laughs> it's spread out. If you add up yeah. all the days, you might have a week. Uh, right. This was like a week long of, of freezing weather. Consistent freezing temperature and then the weekend happened and by monday most everything was melted it got the week the week after it got up to like the 70s it was beautiful i was driving through my neighborhood once the restaurants had opened back up so i could go get some some hot food because we were still under a boil notice i didn't want to cook because i didn't want to have to deal with yeah. dishes and whatnot so i went to uh, a local burger chain p terry's what <laughs> and just driving around the neighborhood it was just so amazing to see a beautiful sunny sunshiny day blue skies brownish greenish grass <laughs> yeah, and, all of our plants are dying and little patches of snow here and there other than that you wouldn't have known that people were dying from the cold just yeah. a week previous to that right. it was crazy unbelievable um Luis bought, Luis, my husband, bought uh, blue tarps and plywood to try to build, uh, to protect the plants. So we have a, a lime tree in the back. He was he was so happy about two weeks before the storm. He was like, uh, you know, el arbol de limón, you know, the lime tree, está lleno de flores, which means they're full of little flower buds. So that that means that they're going to give lime. So he was all excited. <laughs> he told me the other night, he was like, damn. He was like, I spent about 200 something dollars on supplies and materials to protect the plants. And he was like, and I'll look out the bedroom window and that tree is like brown. Uh, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I said, well, we could always use those tarps in that wood again <laughs> or something else. Pinch arbol. <laughs> yeah. Get that wood. Oh, so. Yeah, it was it was definitely um it was crazy. It was crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <sighs> but we're we're crazy. I mean, so I mean we find a way to get through and uh even if it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of crazy, yes. My kids are crazy. Um so Luis, my son little louise even though he doesn't like to be called that um does he like it when you call him daddy <laughs> he really doesn't say anything have, it's so weird that you call your son daddy like daddy poppy you know i mean it's, father it's <laughs> <laughs> i do not call him father oh okay just daddy yeah um 
So he has to do, he's uh, virtual in school, and he's been there uh, that way since the start of school in August of 2020. And uh, one of his classes that he has is art. So he always, I find these art things all over the place, especially in the kitchen, because that's his workstation. (laughs) Well, last night he slides this picture under my bedroom door and his assignment was he had to draw a curious face, a sad face and a crazy face. And, uh, I, I don't know if you can see this. He's quite the artist. Okay. Is that, I see <laughs> Isabel curious, dad, cool. <laughs> Did Luis get new teeth? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Uh, Luis sad. Mom stressed, feeling like crazy. <laughs> uh, first of all, because I love what you did with your hair. Yeah, and he he gave me a you know, yeah. Um, I think he started to put confused on mine, but he scratched through it and put stress. I like how your eyes are going one direction, but your nose is going the other direction. Yeah, in my mouth. It's is almost kind of, it's, it's almost it's reminiscent of Picasso. <laughs> now, how interested is your son in art? Is it a, does does he have a passion for it, or is it just a, an assignment he has to fulfill? Just an assignment he has. Okay, to Okay, well, let me say this: that kid needs to find another occupation, another hobby, something to pass the time because his his drawings. Hold that up one more time. Woof. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you say that too, because uh, most of the assignments that he really has to put a lot of effort in, (laughs) he's like, Isabel. (laughs) Last night I walked in to the kitchen and she's like, mom, I need your help. I said, I can't, I'm sleepy. What do you need my, this, I'm thinking, what do you, Isabel, need my help for? She's like, I have an assignment. I have to draw the superhero and a front angle, back angle, and a, or a front view, side view, and a back view. And she's like, and I don't know how to do it. And I'm like, why are you doing this? And like sitting right next to her is Luis and his hands just like. <laughs> <laughs> she was doing his homework. She likes doing that stuff for him. So you're, you're admitting more- on our show that your daughter's doing your son's homework. No, she's, I said, helping him. You started by saying that she came to you and said, I have to do this project. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if there are any listeners that have kids that are doing homes or or homeschooling or virtual homework right now, they're going to take any help they can get. (laughs) Well, I'm glad she's helping. And I'm glad she has interest in it. She does. I hope her drawings are better. They are. Good. He, sometimes he's like so proud. <laughs> Mom, check this out. <laughs> Look what I didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He'll take full credit for oh, it. Oh, my and goodness. And Isabel's just like, oh, my God. My goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's crazy kids. Crazy kids. Uh, you think it's about time to take a break? I think so. All right. Let's take a break. Hey. Are you enjoying Number 2 Podcast? Would you like to support us so that we can keep making these great shows for you? Cuz, won't you tell them where they can go? Hit us up at campfirepod.com slash support us. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D dot com slash support us. Support us is all one word. You can support Number 2 Podcast directly with a monthly donation for as little as 99 cents per month through our anchor.fm website. Or scroll down a little more and you can click on our merchandise link and that'll take you directly to our Amazon store where you can buy one of the shirts that we offer. And if you pick up anything else during that visit, we'll make a small commission at no extra charge to you. That's right. Listen in style. Pick up a badass shirt. Support us at campfirepod.com slash support us. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D dot com slash support us. That was a nice break. 
got to stretch my legs. I just want to say uh, there are other ways to support us rather than if you don't want to give us money or buy anything or can't afford to. Uh, go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review, uh, leave us a good review, you know, type something out. Uh, you can go, we're, we're on Spotify now, you can leave us a review there. Uh, where else, cuz? What else can they do? Um, they can go to email. Pod. That's right. Oh, they yeah, can email yeah. us, numtupod at gmail.com. But if you do want to buy something, we have some new merch available on our Amazon store. Like, for example, ta-da! And don't look at my nails, but just. Oh my talking. goodness! Yeah, we should have gotten a, a, a hand model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got pop sockets. Uh, we put up uh, a tote bag and some pillows and a shirt, a new, a new shirt. Don't feel bad. Oh, something I forgot to mention. Speaking of feeling bad. On our last segment, we were talking about the ice storm. Uh, there were a couple of organiz- organizations I donated to during that just to try and help out, and I wanted to mention those. I'll put the links in the show note if anyone else wants to help, because even though the ice storm is over, there are still a lot of displaced and affected people, especially the mm-hmm. homeless population. Uh, yeah. So I donated something called the Other Ones Foundation, which is a foundation that helps to find shelter, uh, opportunity, and support for homeless. You can find them at toofound.org. That's T-O-O-F-O-U-N-D dot org. And I made my usual donation to the Southeast Texas Food Bank, which is S-E-T-X org. And again, I'll put those links in the show notes. So if you want to help out, there are other organizations. If I can find some other reputable organizations, I might include those links as well. But I just wanted to, I forgot to mention that during the first part. Oh, and uh, fuck Ted Cruz. <laughs> But what I wanted to talk about <laughs> is colloquialisms. Because uh, why don't you tell the uh, audience what colloquialism is? Sorry, I think we got a bad connection. Uh, just, just tell the, the audience what if anybody's not familiar with colloquialism, with the, that that term, just let them know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see the light on my face? What? <laughs> um. Could you use that in a sentence? <laughs> yes. Um, in any given area, there will be a local colloquialism that will probably help identify certain areas. Yeah. There are English <laughs> colloquialisms, Spanish colloquialisms. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Just. I really I can't see you right now because I have this thing. Okay, there we go. Uh, this is really showing my age because, you know, I'm, I have glasses and I have to pull it away. Uh, colloquialism? Yes. Um, you know what it means. Tell, tell the audience. Yeah, the use of ordinary or familiar words or phrases. Or I'm, You know, a word or phrase that's not formal or literary, typically one used in ordinary or familiar conversations. Exactly. Like it's So, just- like... Like a slang word. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what that means. Speech allows for colloquialism and slang. Yeah, it's it's not a formal sort of thing. You you probably yeah. wouldn't include this in a writing to like a professional sort of thing, but talking to your friends or your family, you would definitely say stuff like, um, oh, that's a piece of cake. You know. Like taking candy from a baby. Exactly. That sort of thing. Like those the they're not literal. Yeah, if something's you could take candy from a baby, that'd be very easy. How's the baby going to defend itself? Yeah. Like if it tries, to, like, if it tries to step to me, it's like pow, pow, baby. What you going to yeah. do now? Cry? That's yeah. all you can like do. A, like it'll be a cold day in hell. Yeah, in Texas when you know uh, everything freezes <laughs> over. Yeah, we're past that. <laughs> you know, our Texas government, the the help that they tried to give us was like trying to put lipstick on a pig. You know? Okay. <laughs> but knock on wood, everything was fun. Oh. You know, I, I didn't. Yeah. It's not like rocket science or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, those are examples of, of like English colloquialisms. Like, uh, you know, you might say, oh, let's put this on the back burner. Meaning. Right. Meaning, let's, right. let's not, you know, let's not worry about this right now. This is not the main thing that we're cooking. We're going to put it in the back and let it just kind of simmer until we can get to it. 
Uh, but there are some some Spanish slangs that some of them I'm familiar with, uh, some of them not so familiar. So I wanted to go through some of these and just tell me if you're familiar with them. Maybe you can use them in a sentence. Give me examples. Oh, great. No, 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 no. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I think I, I think it's going to be fun. glasses back on. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You need your glasses to think. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ah, no mom is with. It's like when when I drive and if I have problems reversing and it's dark outside, I have to turn the music off. I have to roll down the windows. Totally. So I can see. Yeah, so you, <laughs> the clearer you can see, the the clearer you can think. Yes. It's like I, I do the same thing like when I'm looking for an address to someplace I've never been, turn the radio down so I can see better. <laughs> I, I I need my ears to do less work so my brain can put all that extra work towards my eyes. I know. I'm yes. so glad I'm not the only one. You're not the Go only ahead. one. You're weird in other ways. So I got this uh, website, the culture trip dot com has some Mexican slang terms that I wanted to go over. The first one, very common. I've already used it a couple of times in the show, but way. I way. Way. No mama's way. Yeah. So what is what does way mean for the for mm-hmm. our th- this could double as like a Spanish uh class for like just so you can feel like you're more embedded in the Spanish or Mexican culture. Yeah. Um one thing that I've have found that Spanish slang or even just period Spanish words, they have so many different meanings. Yes. It just depends on the context and the tone of voice. Exactly. So you have to be careful. <laughs> just a warning. Be careful when using some of these because way like you can use that with your best friends, but it could also be like an aggressive thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, way is like, well, it's an animal. It's a an ox, right? An ox, like, um. So you're not really call, call, calling your best friend, "Hey, ox." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like buddy know, or or dude, yeah, like kind of like just dude, a slang right? yeah. for yeah, like homeboy or use it or, in a sentence. Use it in a sentence. Uh, que onda way? Nada mucho, que, you know. Que tal? Que onda way? Like, what's up? Use it, ox. In, <laughs> now use it in uh, like a more aggressive way. A more aggressive way would be, you know, it a pinch away. You know, it just depends on what, you know, look, you dumbass. You know, exactly, that, yeah. that could be translated into that. Yes. Um, it's a fun word. It's a multi-use oh, word. Like, right. A lot of these will be. Yeah. So, uh, you know, que estupedo way. You know, what's well, your- Now you're skipping ahead. Now you're skipping ahead. Hang on. Okay. Uh, I'll go on to the next. The next one is a good multi-use word, too. Uh, pinche. Pinche. Pinche means, what does that mean? Pinche way, I mean. Yeah, pinche way just interrupted our show. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no. Damn, that's your dad. Pinche coronavirus. They call it pinche COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, it is pinche COVID-19. Um, pinche is like, damn. That's always what I've translated it to. Um, I, I usually translate it as, as that, but it... I feel like it can mean, I, I think it can be harsher than that, depending on how it's yeah. used. And yeah. I think some people can use it to substitute the F word. Although there is a very good word for the F word, but pinch is kind of like a, a, another like multi-use tool. It's like a Leatherman tool. A lot of these words are multi-use tools. Yeah. You can combine that with, with pinch away. Like you, you see your buddy, ah, que onda pinch away. Yeah. Que paso. Yeah. yeah. You know, or just like I mentioned earlier, que tu pinche pedo, way. Or like, uh, how would you say, uh, like, uh, you know, that that bastard owes me money? Um, ese hijo de su pinche madre me deja. Using the words, using the words that we've just covered, pinche way. <laughs> how would you say that pinche way owes me money? Just like you did. Ese pinche way me debe dinero. Oh, okay, pinche way, okay. <laughs> Me debe dinero. There you go. And that's more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, this is this is a good one. And this one, I must give a warning. It sounds fun and nice. It, like it, it it's a good relief, but be careful. I would not even use this. Like you have to be really good friends, but pendejo. Pendejo, yeah. Uh, it's like stupid. Yeah. 
It's like um, a real well. It says here, and I don't know this. It says it literally means pubic hair. Have you ever heard that? Mm. Hang on, let me scratch my pendejos. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I can't say that I have heard that. Is Luis around? Can you ask? No, him? okay. He went to Walmart. What about little Luis? <laughs> Ask him to draw as an art project some ben- pendejos. <laughs> See if he draws a family portrait. Really? Wait. I wonder what dialogue. Wait, wait. Um, you have an example of pendejos. Hold up the drawing again. <laughs> oh. No, but it, it means like idiot, but like a strong form of like stupid, like just yeah. like a dumbass. Yeah. So like we could say we're talking just shooting the shit, you know. Somebody might ask me, what do you and Eric talk about? I don't know. We just shoot the shit. So if I was to kind of, well, I was not kind of, if I was to translate that in, in Spanish, I could say, um, hablamos de puro pendejadas. You know? But you use an English one, shoot the shit, which is also a slang term. How would you literally translate shoot the shit to Spanish? <laughs> uh Puro mierdas. I don't know. That means really. pure shit. How do you say shoot? <laughs> Shoot the spara mierda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you said that, if you tr- literally translated that English slang into Spanish, this spara mierda. This spara la mierda. This spara la mierda. La mierda. <laughs> how would how would that go over in like a Spanish household? Like if you went to your in laws and you were like, oh, just uh, nosotros de desparamos la mierda. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't even, they would probably look at me like you're looking at me. <laughs> they look at you like you're some sort of pendejo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would make more sense to say, nomás hablamos de puro pendejadas. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, that's what I like about these. Like, it's it's cultural. It's it's uh, it's localized to different areas. It's regional. There's regional, yeah. there's mean, regional colloquialisms. <laughs> Tell them what that means, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> Slang terms. <laughs> okay. uh, I like this. This para la mierda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you can you can introduce that to that. That'll be a new one. Yeah. <laughs> write write that down so we don't forget that. We'll, we're going to popularize that. So when we hear another Spanish speaking person say that, we'll know where it came from. This one is no, another good one. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one too. This is a good one to use. It's it's just like verga. Uh, I don't like that one. You, I don't even say that word. I've English. heard you say that about Luis. <laughs> oh, I have not. No, when he says a la verga, that's oh, a- well, he's well, okay. That word means is the the slang ugly word for the d d i c k word. Well, you can't just say penis. You have well, to go. It's not you have to penis. go. Ar- Penis is pene or something like that. I know, but it's penis oh. and dick are the like you can't. But the D word's like saying the C word. Cock, the doodle doo. <laughs> is that the C word you're talking about? <laughs> Your mom saying cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I wish my sound. I wish my sounds were working. <laughs> it's not working. Yeah, I don't like saying that word. Which one? The V word. Vagina? <laughs> no, the one you just said, the slang. Virginia? <laughs> Vitology? <laughs> it sounds like verde, but with the G. Oh, you don't like green? An A. <laughs> Greener. Grand. <laughs> no, it's funny. It says <laughs> it says it's pronounced like burger. How do you say burger in Spanish? Hamburguesa? Well, that's hamburger. Ber- <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, cuz? Did you say? I said burga. <laughs> uh, it sounded like you said verga. <laughs> no. That, there are some words that I don't like. That's one of them. I don't know why. It just sounds so unladylike. Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of unladylike things you've said. Well, so- Luis says, he says, uh, when he's mad, like when he's trying to work on something and it doesn't work in his favor or he's messed it up. 
And he says, to the dick. Yeah. It's so, it, I know it doesn't literally translate to that. But I it's know. Because like shooting the shit, you're not literally Yeah, disparando shooting. la mierda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, he'll say those things. Uh, yeah. But when you say, vete la verga, wey, that means like you're telling someone to F off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even though you're not saying vete la chingada. You know, it's like the same the same thing. <laughs> yes. All right, let's move on to the next one. Are you enjoying this? You having fun yeah, with this? Okay. Yeah. I'm learning this one is a, This one is a good one. I like this one too. No mamas. No mamas way. I hear I hear a lot of people use that. Yeah. And what does that can what does that translate to? No mamas means like don't suck, but it it Mamas is like suck, <laughs> but it but what it translates to is like you're joking or you're kidding or don't kid around or are you serious? You know those types of things. Yeah, like no way. Yeah, like no or, way. Like I can't believe that no mamas or WTF. <laughs> yeah. No mamas. So I hear Luis will get a phone call and he's like, "Hey, qué onda? Wait, da 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 da." No mames. So it's like somebody's just told him some good juicy gossip. A poco que si, wey. And you're like, who's sucking what? <laughs> and then the he phone? hangs up, and I'm like, what happened? He's like, nothing. <laughs> no, I can't tell you. Yeah. He's a secret. And I'm like, no mames. <laughs> I love verga. Yeah. All right, this one. Uh, this one I almost got in trouble for saying as a kid because I confused it with Chihuahua. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember this? I know. Your dad was driving. Your mom was in the passenger seat. There were probably about 17 of us stuffed in the back seat. <laughs> Including in the back back shield. The yes. Shield in the back. And your, something happened on the streets. Maybe somebody cut your dad off. I don't know the exact thing, but he said, Chingar. And I was back mm-hmm. there. And I confused it with Chihuahua in my head. So I was like, Chingar, Chingar, Chingar. And every, everybody was like, oh. I can't believe Because you I was a little kid. And what was I saying, cuz? You were saying fuck. <gasps> I shouldn't have said the whole word. <laughs> I thought you were going to spell it out like you did the F word. The D word. <laughs> um, chingar, chinga, chingatu. <laughs> They're all like the F word, you know? Yes. Um, F your mom. How would you uh, say F your mom? Chingatu. Chingatu madre. Why are you whispering? Because <laughs> that's People a bad one too. I know, but like, so our audience needs to learn these things so they know when, when it's appropriate to, because I don't know how to, I, I don't speak Spanish that well. How do you say it? Chingatu madre. Mom. <laughs> I did not say it to you. Oh. I'm giving who are you, you ta- the Who are you talking to? <laughs> no one. I was just, you okay. tricked me. So... <laughs> But you, I don't ever really hear people use that in a like in a jokingly, you know. I yeah, it's, I mean, there it's are usually, some people that do, but again, with good friends. But yeah. that's or, that's that's a hard f word. That is yeah. like for sure. Yeah. You mean the f word? Yeah. Um, chingao. Like usually, if you know something is n- usually Here, that word results in something negative or something bad. It's Here's, usually not chingao. That's yeah. good. <laughs> it's chingao like, me gana la lotería. <laughs> chingao me gané. No. Mira los frijoles. No, because I got them all in a row. No, yeah. you, usually I'm like uh, I'm like hammering a nail on the wall and I hit my fingers. Hey, chinga. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like what the uh, yeah yeah. That one's usually not used that I'm aware of in very you know many good circumstances. So. Uh, this one has a couple of variations. Chingadera. Chingadera. What is it's that? It's just like shit, just effed up stuff. Just trash, um, garbage, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it says it isn't always negative, though, as uh, chingonazo. Chingonazo is like, to me, it means like a big deal. like Admirable? Like you have a big, nice truck. I think you can say they give a big, nice verga. Mira, mira el chingonazo, el chingonazo con, con la verga grande. 
¡Ay, qué chinga! ¡No mames, güey! Yeah. ¡Qué chinganazo tienes, güey! Um, I, I say truck because that's what I've heard, you know, like, if we see something, tan, chi tan chingón, you know, it's big. Yeah. It's big. Yeah, mira, muy chingón. Yeah, yeah, yeah chingonazo. Yeah. Okay, chingón, I've heard, yeah. I use this one a lot. Orale. Orale, wey. Orale. Orale. To me, it's like, what's up? Or yeah. Or, like, There's a lot of different uses or, for this one. Yeah. I I stole a usage from uh, George Lopez, uh -huh. where, um, like, from the George Lopez show, when his kids would say or do something that was just like unbelievable. Orale. Like, yeah. yeah. So that I, I use it like that a lot, but uh it has different contexts, obviously, like a lot of these slangs do. Um it says here it can be used as an interjection of encouragement, which I have done. They're like, Orale! Hey, keep going. Yeah. Uh, vamos. Yeah. Orale. Uh an expression of shock. Oh yeah, that's like I can't believe it. Orale. Orale. <laughs> Surprise or excitement. Um, oh, this is another good use. An agreement with a statement can be communicated through a timely use of the word. Orale. Orale. Let's go. Orale. Orale. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. And that's a good kind of all. That's another good multi tool word. Yeah. Orale, pinche, and way are like, I keep those in my pocket all the time. Yeah. All right. Now, here's here's a couple that you've already used. You skipped ahead. Um, que pedo and que onda. Yeah. Que pedo literally means what? What? Uh, well, pedo for me has always been like fart. So que pedo literally means? You know, what fart? What? Like what's your, <laughs> what's your fart, man? What's your farting problem? <laughs> I, love, I love that that is, like imagine saying that in, in English. Like we were just talking about translating one colloquialism to another language. God. What was it? Shoot the shit is what? Yeah. Desparar la mierda. <laughs> yeah. So imagine saying, um, like, it could be used as like, what's up? Yeah. If your greeting to your friend is, hey, what fart, buddy? Yeah. Or the other one was, pedo, me puso una buena pinche pedo, or, you know, una peda, is drunk, you know? So it, it can be used again. <laughs> You know, if you were to translate, if, if I said pedo means fart or a problem or, you know, then you could also translate, I, you know, I gave myself a good fart or I gave myself a good problem. <laughs> and it's not used I've in that context, that. you know. <laughs> no, no uh, I've literally given myself a good fart. Yeah. Cleared me out. I felt lighter afterwards. I might have, I might have been a few inches above my chair. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, que pedo means literally what fart. And then que onda is... What's up? Like what? Yeah. Literally, it's what's up on the what's up. Okay. Um, and usually that's probably in the same. I don't know that there's very many different contexts of que onda. Again, it's just how it's used. You know, right. que onda way. You say that to a stranger, tu... like you're looking at them, kind of, you know, sizing them up. Like, que onda way. Yeah. Like, like what's your yeah, what's they're your gonna problem? Be like, what's going on? Gonna be what are you doing whole, around here? What do you head? want? head nod thing yeah and everybody's gonna be nodding <laughs> and then you recognize them and you're like oh that's a childhood hey, friend i haven't said oh so he pulls his pants down and does this. <laughs> he does this <laughs> that's impressive I gotta get my hands in the right. <laughs> oh, that's not a chingonazo. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, this one is a it's a set of four words. Two of them I'm familiar with. Two of well, actually three of them I'm familiar with. So cuate. Cuate is like um cuate is like twin partner. Okay. Compa. Compa is like compadre, yeah, homeboy. A good, uh, a good close friend. Yeah. Cabron. Cabron is. Um, Doesn't that literally mean bastard? Yeah. But 
it's used as a slang. Yeah. For like I say, friends. Yeah. But they, again, it just depends. I mean, you got to know your. Exactly. How yeah. and that, who. <laughs> that one be careful with. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is carnal. Carnal is like brother. Yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, flesh or blood, right? Yeah. Like, but, I mean, you know, and, and our but Mexican. You, no, culture. no, no. I mean, like the literal translation. Like, you understand what I'm saying? But, yeah. No, the literal translation, carnal, is like flesh, right? Like, yeah. Carnal. Yeah. Body, flesh, blood. Carnal. So you're saying, like, you're really close, like, like they're like a blood relative. So, cuate, I'm not familiar with. You said that means twin, so I guess like that's somebody you're so close with. You feel like you're twin. Okay. Compa. A compadre. Compadres. A close friend. Yeah. Usually, compadre is like some baptism, some type of religious. Yeah. Your godparents, your godchildren. Yeah. Well, not godchildren because it's those are hijados. That's right. So the godparents. Yeah. So somebody that you have a close like, spiritual relationship. Yeah. So it's like, like this, co-mother, co-father. Comadre, yes. compadre. Compadre. Yeah. Compa. So they're like the co-parents, but everybody's f- a comadre and compadre. A friend of mine I used to work with, she was from Costa Rica. So Spanish was her first language. Mm-hmm. And she would tease me all the time because I don't speak Spanish very well or very often. But... Uh, she would help me try and learn. And compa was one of the ones that we used a lot. But it wasn't to each other. You know, we didn't refer to each other as compa. We would always say, like, for lunchtime or dinner time, I'm going to go see my compa, which meant we were going to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> so even now, <laughs> she, she's working for a video game company in uh, the Pacific Northwest, and I'm still here in, in Texas. So every now and then when I go to, to Taco Bell, I'll send her a picture of what I ordered from Taco Bell and say, <laughs> I went to visit my compa today. <laughs> and then sometimes she'll send me a picture. Like, ah, I went to my compa too. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. My compa. Right, so moving on. Moving on. Uh, the next one, madre. Madre is mother. Yes. But you Have can... you ever used it as any other way? Yeah. Like... It's bad, like, I'm not saying, like, my mother. I'm just saying, like, and Luis does, too, when he's when he's working, like, and he messes, or something's not going in his favor while he's doing something. He's like, puta madre. And that means? <laughs> so bad to say. It's like. Well, I mean, you said I mean, in Spanish. If I translate we're, word we're for trying, word, yeah. it's like, bitch mom or whore mom or, you know. But that, that phrase yeah, it's, it's roughly translated as like son of a bitch. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Like, again, as an example, I'm hammering a nail into the wall and I hit my finger with the hammer. I'm like, ah, puta, puta madre. madre. Yeah. 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 What so, I live. <laughs> I've found, because he says it, you know, a lot. <laughs> but I've found myself picking up on those little ter- on those terms. You yeah, know, I'll, I'll I'll use those slang words. So if I'm trying to do something, or I, I get up, so I'm like, madre. and I don't even say the whole p p u. I was like, puta madre. <laughs> you, know? Are you say oh pita? No, like uh, the the bread, a pita. Yeah, no, no. It's like puta madre. And it also says here. It also says here comadre means yeah. awesome. Have you ever heard that comadre? Con madre. Con madre. Yeah, it's like yeah. Todo madre. That means That's, full, full really like good? really good. Yeah. Todo madre. Todo madre. Tacon madre. Uh, but if you said todo puta madre, it no. means <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, you could be super excited. Tava todo puta madre. Tava chingon. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, uh, it just, like I said, it just depends. Well, I'm not familiar with it in the Spanish use. Yeah. But this next one, I've definitely heard you use. Gacho. Gacho? Que gacho. Yeah. Uh, gacho, that's like pretty messed up. That's that's ugly. That's kind of bad. More like, um, a, I don't want to say a betrayal, but um. Since gacho, it's messed up. It's not good. It's, yeah. Uh, something is bad or not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Que gacho. People can be gacho in less than ideal situations. Yeah. 
Like low, yeah, heard, shady. Yeah, I've heard you use it about people. I've heard you describe people as gotcha. I never call my family gotchos. That's not what I was saying. If that's a guilty conscience coming out, <laughs> that's on you. I've never said anyway, that my family's just, not cool. I just want to say, Aunt Mary, I'm <laughs> sorry. You have to hear this this way. <laughs> no. You don't deserve that. Because, que gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. No, you were talking about people I don't know. They were probably on Luis's side of the family. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. No, I'm joking. They're not. Yeah, they're pretty cool. And uh, this isn't on the list from this website that I'm uh, theculturetrip.com that I'm reading this from, but this is one that I want to introduce into the culture. I first heard my mom and my niece, uh, Rhiannon, use it. It's kind of, it's actually a Spanglish one. And my friend from Costa Rica, her name is Gabby. I, I, I got her saying it. And now I say it. Because a lot, because she would say it. Yeah. And again, she had like a little bit of an accent, so it sounded really cool. But get wow. Get wow. Yeah. I, that's not, I don't think, that's not a uh -uh. popular. Okay. No. Let's make it popular. Let's make that the, the, the point of this show is to popularize that term. Get wow. wow. So yeah. my, my niece and my mom would say get wow. Yeah. Gabby took it on her own and turned it into oh, get wow. Oh, get wow. Yeah. So I was talking to her after she moved to, uh, to the Northwest, there's not a whole lot of Spanish speaking people up there. Mm -hmm. So she was kind of embarrassed because that was something that that became like her catchphrase. She kind of adopted <laughs> it as her own and we would just kind of joke back and forth with it. But when, you know, you would see something impressive, you'd be like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah. You know? So she was working at this new studio and she's learning new stuff or, or they'd show her something really cool and she would say, oh, get okay, wow. Right. <laughs> and That's she said people, people would look at her like, you know, what are you saying? And she felt embarrassed, but I was like, no, no, don't be embarrassed. Popularize it. Make, <laughs> yo, make that a, a new thing. Like, you'll know where it came from. You're when you hear somebody it. else say it back to you, you're like, oh, that was mine. <laughs> you're going to so, yes, copyright it. That's yeah, like what wild. happens when Isabel listens to the, the show once it's dropped. She's like, okay, wow, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's just that's a Spanglish term, and I think it's just like uh, if you're surprised or if you're impressed by something, oh, get wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's all that I have for the slang. I just uh, I thought that might be kind of fun to go over. It was uh, fun. Try, if you're new to Spanish, look these up. Be careful how you use some of them, but uh, try to incorporate them. That way you sound more like uh, like a more native, I guess you could say. Yeah. Spanish speaking. It really is comadre. Que <laughs> <laughs> wow. There we go. I can see you guys better. Hey, I can see me through your eyes. You can? Yeah, it's fine. We're, we're ending the show right now. Okay. Okay, cool. So, uh, what do you want? You, you have anything you want to wrap up before we head out? Um, you should have been covering your mustache like that the entire time. I had it wax. I do these laser, not wax, laser things. But anyway... Uh, no, I mean, go out there, despara la mierda with whoever you want, enjoy life, and, uh... Yeah, be on bien chingonazo. Yeah. Muy yeah. chingon. Yeah. And, um, go out there and support whoever you need to support so that we in Texas never have to go through <laughs> <laughs> a blackout again, so... Yeah, I just want to say one last time to that pinche bendejo, fuck Ted Cruz. I can't stand you. I can't wait to vote you out of office. You don't represent me. But beyond that, just have a wonderful day. Be uh, on, be muy chingón. Yeah. Y ahí viene el tren. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's coming. Oh, perfect timing. Okay, well, just again, if you want to support us, uh, leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts on spotify pretty much anywhere you can hear a podcast Get leave me. us a good review if you want to financially support us you can go to campfirepod.com slash support us that's c-a-m-p-f-y-r-e-p-o-d.com slash support us all one word and you can support us directly through our anchor.fm site uh, for as little as 99 cents per month or scroll on down to the merchandise link and it'll take you to our amazon store where you can buy t-shirts um, your uh, pop socket show your pop socket again we got new tote bag uh, some pillows some older t-shirts that's upside down my whole phone is 
Uh, those are just uh, some ways that you can support us as number two podcast. So have a great day. And remember, no mames, way. Despara la mierda. Oh, qué well. <laughs>